Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. The sound of the voice on the other end of a 911 call is almost always delivered frantically. The needs of the caller on the other end of a 911 call are ones that need to be met immediately. The services sent to a caller during a 911 call are always delivered efficiently. The stories, perspectives, and details created by these calls over more than 20 years are life lessons and legacies for everyone involved, including me. The records are archived for all time, like this podcast, digitally. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa. This is Digitally Dispatched. Everyone who has a cell phone has more than likely been preyed upon by a scammer. Scammers come in all ages, shapes, and sizes. All the scammer wants to do is take advantage of all the hard work you've done and do nothing themselves. They want to lie, cheat, and steal for what they get. Nothing is sacred to them, not you, not your loved ones, not your job or your life. Ultimately, all they want is your money or your identity so they can get more money. The call begins. This is the IRS, and if you don't give me the information I need, you will be arrested. If you don't respond to this phone call, a warrant will be issued for your arrest. Hi, I'm with your local state law enforcement agency, and we're collecting money for the families of fallen officers. I'm with the Social Security office, and I need you to verify your Social Security number. I'm with the Department of Corrections. We have your son, your daughter, your grandson, your granddaughter in custody, and you need to send us $500 bond for them to be released. All of these calls you've received are scams. I have never fallen for one of these scams, but so many people have. Many people send money thinking they're doing the noble thing. Many do verify their social security numbers because they think that they're talking to an honest person who's concerned about them, but they're not. Scams continue to change and evolve each and every day. Every day, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of new scams. I'm here to tell you not to become a victim and how to help those in your life to not fall for these scammers. I may even have a scammer story or two to share, and I'll have them for you after our break. This will give you the opportunity to hear from my sponsors and see how they can help you. There is a lot more to discuss when we come back. I'm Lisa, and you're being digitally dispatched. The one question each podcaster should be asking themselves is, why am I still editing my own podcast? Mike Wilkerson from the Two Guys Talking Podcast here. I've podcasted and edited for over a decade, and I know what an hour and a half podcast turns into when you get in front of the editing stack. Let me tell you, it's not an hour and a half. It's closer to probably double that time. 
Are you ready to hand off the time you're wasting editing your own podcast? Looking for a cost-effective solution that doesn't break the bank but gives you super experienced quality podcasting back to you in a short period of time? Be sure to check out The Editor Core. Make your podcast soar with The Editor Core. EditorCore.com. That's EditorCore.com. Do you like what you're hearing during the Digitally Dispatched podcast? Let's have a conversation about how you can help us grow. Visit my website at digitallydispatched.com and let's find a way to get your organization, business, or effort to benefit from my focused and engaged audience. Let me help you grow your digital footprint and foster educational content on the internet. Open a channel now at digitallydispatched.com. That's digitallydispatched.com. Thought about a career in voiceover? Need a great cost-effective on-hold message for your organization or business? Don't know where to start? Check out The Voice Farm, your one-stop shop for voiceover needs. Check it out now by accessing The Voice Farm at voicefarmers.com and see what difference can be made with a company that is truly outside the box. From The Voice Box, voicefarmers.com. That's voicefarmers.com. This is Lisa with Digitally Dispatched. I'm back from break and I'm ready to share some scammer stories. The call continues. When we left for break, I told you that I would tell you how to protect yourself from the big bad scammer out there and share some experiences that I've had. Let's start off with the social security number scam. I take a lot of calls. Not all of them are as a dispatcher. This one particular call was while I was at home. I answered the phone. Hello. A man with a very heavy accent asked if this was Lisa. I told him, yes, speaking. He said he needed my social security number because someone was trying to steal my identity. I asked, why do you need my social security number? To verify I'm talking to the right person. So here I flip the switch on him, already knowing that he's a scammer. I say, well, why don't you tell me the social security number that you have, and I'll tell you if it's mine. Initially, he didn't know how to respond. Ma'am, just give me your social security number. I tell him I'm not comfortable with that and that I think he's a scammer. He becomes very angry and starts to argue. I ask him again, you said you have my social security number, right? He says, well, yes. So if you have that number... You give it to me, and I'll confirm with you whether or not that's my social security number. He takes a pause, and then, in a very stern voice, give me your social security number now. I need your social security number. I laugh at him. Oh, you need my social security number. Yes, he says, I need it. So then you don't actually have it. You just want me to tell you what it is. Just give me the number. I tell him that I will call the Social Security office myself and find out what's going on with my Social Security number. He's still angry, but this time, instead of just being aggressive, he became sexually aggressive and used very strong and foul language with me. If I tried to say anything or interrupt him, 
it made him more aggressive and the language he used was even more belligerent. Now, normally I don't keep these people on the phone because it's a waste of my time, but I wanted to mess with them a little bit for trying to mess with me. It should be noted that most of the time when I've called the scammers out, they do become angry and aggressive and only on a few occasions have they become belligerent like this man. I ended the call and blocked his number. I've heard from a lot of my citizens that have had the same type of situation happen where people are calling insistent that their social security number is being used to steal their identity and they need to verify what their social security number is to the caller. Please never do this. If there's any question in your mind that it sounds like a scam, more than likely it's a scam. Give no personal information on the phone. This jumps us right into a very similar scam, which is the IRS scam. Fortunately, I have not received any calls about this, but a lot of my citizens have. And just like the Social Security scam, the IRS will never call and try to extort money from you. If you receive a call from someone stating that they're with the IRS and you are worried that maybe you forgot to pay taxes or that you're behind in your taxes and you're just not sure, tell the scammer, thanks for calling. I'll call the IRS direct and find out what's going on. This does usually make them angry, but just say that, hang up the phone, block their number. And if you are concerned, call the IRS. Now we've had, because I work with the police department, we've had a lot of police action scams. One of them is money for law enforcement. Let me tell you this, and please hear me. No police or law enforcement agency will ever call and ask for money. Never. This is a conflict of interest. If an agency wants to hold a fundraiser so that they can raise money for the department or for the police explorers program, they can throw trivia nights to raise money for that. But you know exactly why they're having a fundraiser and they're not going out and soliciting for it. You sign up if you want to be a part of the trivia night or we had a, a washer's fundraiser one time. So those are legitimate. The best way to handle the scammer is like we said before, tell the scammer that you'll call the local law enforcement agency and check on ways to help them directly. Then hang up and block that number. The next police action scam is about a loved one being locked up in the local Department of Corrections. These scammers are trying to scare you that one of your loved ones, whether it's a child, a grandchild, brother, sister, mother, has been locked up in the county jail and they need you to send money right away so that they can get out of jail. If you don't, then they're going to have to sit in jail for the next few days until they can be seen by a judge. And you don't want that to happen, do you? This is where they're trying to hook you. Just stay calm and be smart. Ask the scammer where your loved one is being held. Make sure you jot it down. Ask how much they need in order to get the loved one out of jail. Now you have them hooked. Time to lower the boom. Go ahead and thank them for all the information and tell them that you'll be calling the local Department of Corrections to double check on if the loved one is actually being held. They will try and argue with you. That's okay. What are you going to do? You're going to hang up and block the number. Now I need to insert a little information here. Please know 
that if your family is being held and you call that agency to ask if they are in custody, we will truthfully tell you whether or not they're in custody. The only thing we're not allowed to share is what their charges are, because that would go against their constitutional rights. The next police action scam is if you don't answer, there'll be a warrant for your arrest. Okay, there's a few of these. Some will be asking for personal information on behalf of a police department, and if you don't answer them, they will issue a warrant for your arrest. Another one is asking for money for some unpaid ticket, and if you don't wire them the money right now, there will be a warrant for your arrest. Verify the police department that they state that they're calling about or from, and ask what the ticket number is, which they're not going to have. Tell them that you will call the police department direct and take care of the matter. Again, they're going to try to argue with you. All you got to do is hang up and block their number. So here's another little story for you. This actually happened to my mom while I was visiting her at her home. She received a call, and I could tell by what she was not saying that it had to be a scammer. I asked her to hand me the phone, to which she did. And I answered the phone, hey, my name's Lisa. I am Sandra's daughter, and how can I help you? They tried to tell me that my mom had an unpaid speeding ticket and that she needs to wire them $500 so that a warrant isn't issued for her arrest. Well, they don't know I work for the police department. They don't know I know they're scamming me or scamming my mom. So I share with them, well, that's interesting. My mom hasn't driven in several years, so there's no way she could have a speeding ticket. And guess what? I work for the local police department. I know there's no warrant for her arrest. Guess what happened? They hung up on me. Was it a scam? You bet. Here's a little bit of truth. You will never be contacted by phone if there's a warrant for your arrest. So if you receive any calls, any calls, no matter what the circumstance is, that you're going to be arrested or a warrant is going to be issued, it's a scam. No, immediately, it's a scam. Hang up and block the number. But if there is a warrant for your arrest for, say, a traffic charge, a parking charge, or some local ordinance, the court will send you a letter on actual letterhead outlining what the charges are, including your ticket number, when it happened, and what the court date is. Now, if you don't appear in court, then a warrant can be issued, but you can still handle everything with the courts and not by wiring money. Most of the time, the reason people have warrants is because they get a ticket and they forget to pay and they forget that there's a court date on the ticket to appear. So if you're afraid that you have a warrant, the best thing to do is call the court directly to see if there's anything that they have on you or go to your local police department and ask an officer to run you through the system. We as dispatchers cannot tell you over the phone if you have a warrant or not because you can't prove who you are through the phone. So there are hundreds and hundreds of scams out there. I'm sure that you've at least received, oh, I don't know, 10,000 yourself. What are some of the scam calls you've received? And how did you handle the scammers? I'd like to hear what you have to say. Head over to my website at digitallydispatch.com, fill out the quick web form, and tell me what you think. The resolution. Scammer calls. Potential victim answers. Scammer asks for money or personal information. 
potential victim asks pertinent questions. Scammer gives info and asks for money or personal information again. Potential victim tells the scammer that they will follow up with the appropriate agencies. Scammer becomes angry and more insistent. Potential victim is not a victim, hangs up and blocks a phone number. Rules to live by. How to not fall victim to the scammers. Never give personal information over the phone unless you have initiated the call to a legitimate place. Tell the scammers that you will contact whatever agency they claim to be with directly. Scam the scammer. Empower yourself and tell them, I know this is a scam, then hang up and block their number. What the caller did right. Normally here's what we do, what the caller did right. People call the police department all the time about scams and we tell them that they have been scammed or a scam was attempted. Sometimes the callers try to argue because the caller sounded so real. This is what they want you to believe so that you will fall for their scam and send them money. We always ask the callers, have you given any money to them or have you sent any money? Most of the time, thank goodness, the answer is no. Then they're not out any money, which is good. But if you or your loved one have fallen victim to a scammer and sent money, you do need to call your local police department and file a police report. A lot of the callers want to give me the phone numbers from the scammers, but to be quite honest, it doesn't matter what the number is. It's already changed probably a hundred times since they called you because they're on a robo dial and the numbers are picked randomly and cannot be traced. What I learned as a dispatcher. I've learned that scammers mostly try to take advantage of older people. Not that everybody doesn't get the calls, they do, but I find that our older community tend to be hit pretty hard because they don't know what to look for when they receive calls from scammers. They wanna trust, they wanna believe that people are not to get them. It's been proven that a lot of times the older generation just want to trust and do what's right, especially when they're pressured, they'll throw up their hands and say, I just wanna make it right. What do I have to do to make this right? And they fall victim. What I tell my callers is that I too have received calls from scammers. Fortunately, I've not fallen victim to them because I know what to look for. And I taught my mom what to look for. So for those of you who have parents and grandparents that might not understand what the scammers are doing, please educate them and tell them if anybody's from the IRS or looking for a social security number or have warrants for their arrest, let them know that those are likely scams. Make sure they know to contact you, another family member, or law enforcement. I've learned from my callers that they feel foolish when they've fallen victim to these scams, but that's just because they're good at what they do. There's no reason to feel foolish. I explained that they've been targeted and that they need to take back the power. I tell them ways to flip the script and they have the power now to hang up and block the number. The Legacy. 
Because of the scammers scamming my citizens, attempting to scam me and my mom, I've learned to speak up and not allow them to take advantage of me. In dealing with scammers over the years, I've tried different tactics. The best one I have found is when I flip the script, stating in a strong voice, I know that you're a scammer, but I will take it upon myself to call the Social Security office, the IRS, the local law enforcement agency, or the Department of Corrections, depending on what the scam is, and check it out myself. I don't care that that makes them angry, because what do I do? I hang up, and I block their number. Have you been scammed? How have you handled the scammers? Head over to my website at digitallydispatch.com, fill out the quick web form, and tell me what you think. Dispatch your nuggets of knowledge. To help block spam calls and or scammer calls, go to your favorite app store and look for RoboKiller. Block spam calls. Add that app to your phone and this will help cut down on the number of spam calls and scammer calls that you receive. It does cost, but it's only about 24 bucks a year. That's only $2 a month. I think we can all handle that. If you can't find the app, there'll be a link to it in the show notes for this episode. Check it out at digitallydispatched.com. The calls, stories, and legacies I share are dispatched digitally. The lessons learned by all, the callers, you, especially me, are a piece of my life's unfolding story that I'm proud to share and are preserved digitally. Your thoughts, ideas, and comments can be sent to me electronically at my website, digitallydispatched.com. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa, and you have been digitally dispatched.